0: Lord gave me the word, the Rema word about going to the nations. He woke me up in the morning He said, go. That's all I heard was go. And I knew I had to go. I didn't read anything the word that told me. I heard the Holy Spirit, the Rema word, everybody said Rema. Rema. And I heard go, so I had to go. It's the voice of the Lord, the word of the Lord for my life, go. He didn't speak to you. He didn't speak to you. He spoke to me, go. Whether you believe that I'm supposed to go or not, it makes no difference. God is the one that told me to go I'm not asking you permission to go God told me to go I have to go and so I I got an invitation to go to India I went to India I mean just imagine I went there and uh, we we saw so many salvations 99 percent of the people were Hindu there was only 30 people that were Christian in the whole village but every night we'd have 3,000 people and thousands would give their life to the Lord every day. Yes. So that when I left, there were thousands of salvations in that villages, in those villages. The, the pastor, he tells me, he says, I want you to, to uh, we're going to do a baptism. Will you, will you baptize the people? I said, sure, let's do this. And they, they live by the beach. And so uh, <clears throat> I go to the beach. And the pastor had arranged for me to, to baptize the, the, the widows. And so there was about, uh, I want to say about, about eight widows that were there. And they were very old. And I show up to the beach, and I'm a white man, and they're not used to seeing an American. And all the people on the beach started gathering around me. And so now I got this big old group all around me, they're, they're, they think I'm a celebrity or something, I don't know, I'm, and so I'm there on the beach, right, and they speak Telugu, I speak English, and uh, and understand this, the people there are very small people because they don't, they don't eat meat, they eat, they eat beans and stuff like that and, and vegetables, but they don't, they're, they're very tiny, very, very small people, and so I, I'm like a giant, you know, I'm like a giant just walking. Here's this big white guy. I mean, this guy knows where the food is, you know. (laughs) And I'm thinking, God, you told me to come over here. I'm all by myself. I didn't bring anybody with me. I didn't have any money to go, but the Lord provided just for me to go, so I went. And if I'd invited someone, they probably wouldn't have gone with me. (laughs) You're going where? And so I'm on the beach. And the pastor's like, sir, please baptize the, the widows. And I'm, I'm like, yes, let's do this. And so I get into the water, and the waves are coming in. And the widows start going out there. And I don't know what, don't know what was going on. I don't know if the pastor talked to the widows that I was baptizing them or not. But they were there, and the pastor would say, baptize her. She can't speak English. She speaks Telugu. And she's looking at me. A tiny little old lady in the waters of the, of, of the ocean, a bunch of people watching from the shoreline. And now I'm trying to baptize her in the water, and they don't want to go under the water. I'm like, Does, don't they know they, they wanted to get water baptized? Pastor, haven't you explained that to them? I'm thinking, I got to do some karate moves just to put them down in the water and lift them back up. I felt like I was struggling with every single one of them. I'm thinking, they're looking at me, this American is killing our people. He's killing all the old ladies. I'm not getting out of your life. I mean, you got these adventures. But see, I heard the read word. Amen. When the Lord spoke to me last year, around this time, I was in Argentina, we had a mighty outpouring of God. I would go to church service and God would just tell me, don't preach, I just want to heal people. And so I'd tell the whole church, come, if you're sick, God's going to heal you. I didn't even share a word or or a message and preach, I just said God wants to heal you. And so people that were sick would come and everyone that I prayed for was healed. One pastor, he had... He had a condition in his body, and literally his shoes, his his sole was like this big on his right foot because his leg was so short. And God healed him, and uh, I had to give him money so they could buy new shoes. Because God healed him, and during that time, the Lord tells me, He says, "Next year, 2017, I want you to do four crusades. You're going to do Argentina." Africa, Rio Grande Valley, and in uh, Mexico. And so I heard the Rama word for my life. The Lord says, We're going to do this. I came here and I didn't speak my word, I spoke the Holy Spirit word, Rama word. And the Holy Spirit, as we declared that word, the Holy Spirit sprung into action. And he began to release blessings upon your life. How many of you have been really blessed in 2017? He began to increase the body of Christ, the faith pleases God church, and prospered you. Where, how many of you have given more than you've ever given before in 2017? Let me see your hands. He's increased you in prosperity. And the ones who have given to, so for these crusades to be given, to, to go, uh, to, be, to take place, is this church. You are my partners, but we're all partnering with the Holy Spirit in, in, in cooperation with the Word of God, in cooperation with the will of the Lord, the revelation of the Word of God for our life for this season, this time. And because you believed it and you began to speak it and begin to declare it, how many of you have declared, I'm next many times? And it just shows up. It just shows up. It's God's favor upon your life. I got an update today. Everything that we need for the crusade in Argentina is already provided. That's the Lord. We didn't pick up one special offering. We spoke the word of God. And as we spoke the word of God, the Spirit of God was hovering, waiting for the word. And when we spoke it, the power of the Holy Spirit moved into action, and blessings begin to be released upon your life. You begin to increase, you begin to, be, to prosper, you begin to grow. We spoke that when we got to those nations, thousands are going to be saved. We spoke that when we go to the nations, people are going to be healed. We spoke that when we go to those nations, every work of the devil will be broken and destroyed and people will be set free. When we stood at those altars, even the heavens, even the the, the weather came against us. In in Puerto Seba, Mexico, a storm, it looked like a a big hurricane was coming at us. We began to speak to it. We commanded those winds to come down. We commanded that rain to stop, and it just ceased. I got the videos. When you see the videos, you think there's no way that the, the storm is not going to come. It was blowing hard. It was beginning to start to rain. We stood in the rain just being to speak and it stopped. Why? Because the weather is subject to change at the word of God. Amen. Amen. Even things that, that, were, that were, when I was in Uganda, and the enemy tried to take me out. And two people died. And the vehicle that I was driving in, it, it hit two, two drunk men on the road and killed them instantly. And a crowd surrounded, surrounded me. And they were threatening to pull me out and drag me out into the jungle and, and, and kill me. And I'm in the middle of this thing looking at this, and I, I had complete peace. And I just knew that God was with me. The Lord protected me. I am not there on my own account. I'm ready to die. I'm here to serve the Lord, but, but when the Lord says it's time to go, I'm ready to go. I'm here because God has something for you through my life that I need to bless you with. I'm a pastor. I'm only here for you. You know, the world that say, I can't wait to retire, I want to go off on a vacation, I want to go off to Hawaii, I want to go off to, I want to go to heaven. Amen. Oh, I want to go on the beautiful beaches of heaven, I want to go and walk on the streets with Jesus. Amen. That's, my, that's my heart, that's where I want to go. Amen but I can't go there yet, I got too much work here, amen, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord, to be absent from the body, that's my game, to be present in the body is your game, I'm here for you, God loves you, and so he keeps me here, Amen. Amen. To, to do what? To speak logos into your life. To speak the Remma that he puts inside my heart for you. So that the Holy Spirit can speak to you too. To pray for you, to encourage you, to teach you, to raise you up in the things of God. To share the love of God with you. To be an example of who Jesus is in this world. And unite us and raise us up in the body of Christ to, to perfect you. Amen. And, you know, the, the, the awesome thing about it is as we develop relationship, it's easier for me to speak into your heart. Like when you first come and you see a miracle, you know, and you see, you see God do something incredible in your life, man, I mean, your faith is high. Your faith is high. And you start thinking, Wow. God can do anything. I'm so excited. And you keep coming. You come, keep coming. And then you hear that Pastor Kevin likes to play video games. He's a pastor. He plays video games. And then you start thinking about the flesh part of Kevin. And you start thinking. And, then, and then now he's not as holy as you thought he was. And then you start judging. Well, maybe, And then other people come around and say, oh, you go to that church. Oh, yeah, Pastor Kevin's a good pastor, you know. But you should go to this church because this church got this. And, and no one invited you to church until you started coming to church. Amen. Nobody, nobody bothered you in your walk. It's funny. As soon as you give your life to Jesus, everyone in your family thinks they're, they're holy. <laughs> they start coming to you. Oh, that's good, Mijita. You're going to church. That's wonderful, Mijita. You're going to church. But, you know, you should go to the church that we went to. I went there two years ago on, on, on Easter Sunday. I, I, I even bought a special candle just for that service and look and it's still brand new two years ago. Still brand new. Used one service, that's it. Why? Because they don't want to see you grow with God. And they'll talk. I mean, you, you, you can't even imagine. The things that I've heard people say about me. I'm there in the jungles of India. And this one guy, uh, an old friend here, he started criticizing. Why are you in the jungles preaching to people in India? There's there's people that are lost here in the the valley. I'm thinking, dude. Don't you think if I wanted to choose where I wanted to go, I'd be choosing like New York City or Hawaii? or? You think I woke up and said, oh, I can't wait to go to the jungles of India where they might want to kill me. And nobody's Christian there. It's crazy. But but the reason why we do it is because the Lord. I'm a servant of God, not a servant of man. I'm a servant of God. You could tell me what to do as much as you want, but you, you, you didn't hire me. I was bought with the price, Amen. the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm only going to do what he tells me to do. And so as a pastor, there are times I'll tell you to do stuff, not because I want anything from you, but because the Lord wants to do something in your life. Amen? Amen. And you have to learn to receive the word from, from your elders. We're here to perfect you. Amen? Some of you need some good perfection. If you don't need perfecting, you should be preaching today. Oh, but pastor, I don't want to do that. That's because it's sandpaper. It's rubbing all the rough edges off of you. God found you exactly where you're at. And so I'm speaking exactly what needs to change in your life because you're being shaped and molded into the image of Christ. Because you don't see the plan that God has for you, and it's so great. So he puts you through the, the fire. He puts you through, through the shaping today because what God wants to do in your life is going to be so great. But the only way to get there is he has to change you first. Father, amen. And so he gives you ministers. He gives you pastors. He gives you teachers. He gives you prophets, evangelists, apostles to perfect you. Through what? Through the Word of God. And as you grow in the Word of God, you grow in intimacy with the Lord. You might say, well, Pastor, I want more Rema in my life. How do I get Rema? I need the Holy Spirit to speak to me. If you can't be faithful with the Logos, you will never be faithful with the Rema. Let me rewind. If you can't be faithful with the Logos you can't be trusted with the Ramah. Amen. If you can't be faithful to do what God says in the word that's written, what makes you think that God's going to tell you to do things that he wants to write in your heart? I've been weighed, I've been tried, and the Lord considered me worthy of the remma for my life. He saw me on the floor here, crying out to him. He saw me reaching out to him, pressing into him, wanting to know him more. He found me faithful with the little that he spoke to me. Just faithful. And if you're faithful with the little, you'll be made ruler over much. Some of you, the reason, the thing that's keeping you back from growing with God is you're still not doing the thing that he told you at the beginning. Rewind that again. Some of you, the reason why you're not where you desire to be is because you have not been faithful with the word that he gave you at the beginning. There are some things you were supposed to walk away from, but you didn't. Got awfully quiet in this Baptist church tonight. There were some things that you were supposed to give, but you didn't. Some things that you were supposed to say, but you didn't say it. Some people you were supposed to say goodbye to, but you didn't. Not that pastor told you to do it or anybody told you, but the Holy Spirit told you. God cannot bless disobedient children. Rewind that again. God cannot bless disobedient children. Obedience gives birth to blessings. If you want more, you've got to be faithful to little. Pastor, I, I, be, I, I want the Lord to bless me financially. Are you honoring him? Have you given what he told you to give? Have you given your tithes and offerings? That's logos. Tithes and offerings is logos. Remas is when God says, hey, that thing that you have, I have need of it. Give it. Oh, but God, that ring has been in my family for so long. God doesn't want to hear your excuses. He wants your obedience. Amen. Rewind again. God doesn't want to hear your excuses. He wants your obedience. This is a rewind service. <laughs> there are things that, that, that you're holding on to, that, and that's the, that's the one thing that is going to break you free. It's like the seed that was needed to re- produce the harvest in your life that you've been crying out to God for, but you won't give it, and you don't realize it's the enemy that put pride inside your life and made that thing as a foreign God, anything that you will not give up for God becomes a God in itself. And so you have to choose, do you want the Word of God? Do you want the rema to rise up inside you? Do you want the Holy Spirit to speak to you? Do you want your life to be changed? Do you want God to move through your life? Do you want to be that servant of the Lord that you're just ready to do? Whatever he tells you to do, I'm ready to do. Do you want to be that? Or do you want to be under the control of the things of this world and always be moved by the things of this world and never really experience the perfect peace of God here in this land? You need the, you need the Rema. You need, you need revelation. You need God to rise it up inside of you. But he wants relationship. He wants your heart above all things. You have to be hungry for God. You have to be desperate for the Lord. You have to desire him with everything that you've got. You have to be crying out to God. The reason why I'm entering into deeper relationship is because I'm more hungry for God today than I was yesterday. I'm more desperate for God today than I was yesterday. I want more of Him. I wake up in the day not thinking about what I want to do, but I wake up in the day thinking, Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, please speak to me. Lord, please use me. I drive down the street thinking, God, I'm ready to serve. What do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? I'm ready to to do whatever you tell me to do. Lord, please use me. Day after day, moment after moment, God, here I am, use me. And as soon as he speaks, I read my word in my life. I don't consider it as a small thing. For the word of God to be released specifically for you, it's not a small thing. Heaven has spoken. I stop everything. I write it down. I write it down. And I allow the Holy Spirit to give me clarity. There are times God will speak to me about something. I don't fully understand it. But I know he spoke to me about it. And I write it down. And I hold on to it. And then I meet someone. And then the Lord says, that person. And I say, you know, God spoke to me about you. And I give him exactly what, what God had told me. Word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Rema word. Everybody say, Rema. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you're going to get so much Rema this week. Spirit of God is going to start speaking to you in ways because you didn't know it was available. Now faith is rising up inside of you. If you are faithful with the word that he gives you, he'll give you more. You've got to be willing just to do what he tells you to do. The thing about it is, is it, when God gives it to you, will you be faithful? And you say, well, Pastor, I really want I want more of God. I need God to speak to me. I need God to, to move my, I need God to, 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 to speak to me about the direction for my life and, and, and what I need to do and, and how he wants to use me. I want to be his servant. Don't tell him no. I want God to use me. I want God to speak to me. And then the Holy Spirit, tomorrow morning, he stands at, the, at your bed. He heard the word that you spoke. You spoke, light be, Holy Spirit, use me. And then he stands at the edge of your bed at 4.30 in the morning. Get up. And you know it's God. Because immediately you're thinking, I need to get up and pray. And you know it's God. You were, normally at 4.30 in the morning, nothing wakes you up. But the Holy Spirit went up to you and nudged you and said, get up. Pray. And you wake up. <gasps> God, I'll pray at seven. I've been asking you to wake me up to pray. I'm so tired. Pastor Kevin, preach long. Get up, pray. If you will fall off your bed and get on your knees and begin to pray, there's some things that God will show you in those moments. He'll show you then, but he won't show you at seven. At seven, there'll be plenty of logos, but there won't be no Rema. That's what, it's about intimacy, about relationship, about relationship. And here's the thing, you got to decide who you want to be. Listen to me now. Because this body has desires and has some, some lust that you need to walk away from that the Spirit of God is saying, hey, that's not the way I've designed you to be. That's not the way I want you to be. That's not the way that I'm leading you to be. Don't you know? Man, I'm shaping you for your wife. I'm shaping you for, you can't be that person because the, the wife that you want or the, or the husband that you want, they're not those people. And so if you don't want that in them, why do you want to be that? And he's shaping you more. You want a man of integrity. You want a wife of, of virtue. The Lord is transforming you. And he does it in his presence. I've told you all the time, the thing that delivered me from looking at every girl that was wearing things that, that were too revealing. I like the way my father says, you know, that there's temptations that, that come. Sometimes the devil comes at you with horns, horns in the wrong place. <laughs> but the thing that set me free was being with my wife, knowing that there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth as she caught me looking at something I shouldn't be looking at. The fear of my wife. I started guarding my eyes. I started looking the other way. I stopped cultivating those thoughts and those desires. And I found myself focusing my affections towards my wife instead of everybody else. Amen? Well, that's the same way with your, your, your physical things. The Lord is shaping. Why? Because... Look, if you saw me coming out of a club, drunk, high on drugs, just living like the world, and then standing up here on Sunday talking about Jesus, you would say, I want nothing of it. Why? Because he's unrighteous. Not that Jesus is unrighteous. This man's unrighteous. It's like a plate. It's like a plate of food. You can have the most beautiful food. How many of you like steaks? Medium rare? T-bone steak. Medium rare. Potatoes. Perfect. The best best cooked, ready to eat, and they present it before you. But you know, the plate has dog poop somewhere on it. Oh. The food is good, but the plate, all we are is servants. I've been bought with the price. My body's my, not my own. And so I surrender my body to be service of the Lord. And so he shapes me, he cultivates me. And I know I have, I have these unctions that my body is because there's these temptations. But the Bible says he gives you a way out of every temptation. Amen. Tell your neighbor there's a way out. Tell your other neighbor there's a way out. You know what happened with when, when Joseph? Went, when Jesus, all over this place, even in the background, people lifting up their hands before God. God is seeing this.